Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, yesterday, I finally got to see the documentary film Aerial Phenomenon, which basically uh, tells the story of what happened at the Aerial School in Rua, Zimbabwe, in September of 1994, where actually over 60 kids, uh, school children, saw a flying saucer and alien beings. And uh, I, I just, I, I thought the movie was fantastic. Uh, uh, it wasn't there was no narration or anything like that basically the story just tells itself with, with, with via footage from uh when it happened when the event happened leading up to the event after just right after the event where people like uh harvard psychiatrist and professor john mack uh showed up there and interviewed a lot of these kids uh it was a very fascinating piece of uh work I, I gotta say uh it was directed by a person named randall nickerson who uh this guy had uh apparently had uh encounters with extraterrestrials himself at one point but he never talks about it from what i understand uh, uh it doesn't it's something that he doesn't really talk about and uh but he he really did a, a great job with this movie now the reason i it took me so long to get around to seeing this I really, you know, when this movie came out, I was I was planning just to buy it right out of the gate. I wanted to buy this movie because I figured it would be something I would want to watch over and over again. Uh, but it wasn't available for purchase. So it was only available uh, to stream at a pretty high price. It was like nineteen ninety nine to stream it. Uh, and actually, you could only stream it at uh, the website that uh, uh, Nickerson had set up, Aerial Phenomenon. And uh, so I just figured I'd wait. I actually uh, had uh, sent them a message. I believe it was on Twitter or Facebook. I think it was Twitter. When I asked them early on if there was going to be something available, you know, something to purchase, I'd like to buy it because I knew it was going to be something I would want to watch over and over again. Of course, a lot of us are uh, completely aware of about the aerial phenomenon. And, you know, I've, something I talk about all the time on here. In fact, that to me, it's the absolute pinnacle i mean it's the absolute best proof we have i mean uh, of an extraterrestrial presence here on earth i mean it just to me that just ends it right there and there's a lot of things to talk about with this uh, documentary but first off i just want to say you know it, it to me there's a lot of strange things going on here for for one thing uh the 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 i don't understand the reasoning to hold off releasing this finally for the, to buy it like i actually ended up buying it from the aerial phenomenon website yesterday it was like 24.99 and so basically now i have it but i have to go to that website and watch it and if i want to uh, watch it on my tv i gotta hook up hdmi cord and all i gotta go through a lot of trouble i would have more most uh much rather to basically purchase a, a streaming version on voodoo or amazon prime or something like that i i, ha I have no problem buying it uh, I just, you know, I don't like to have to do this now. now. Now I bought it and I finally can get to watch it, but I have to use my computer to uh, either, either watch it on my laptop or uh, connect my laptop either either uh, with, with uh, directly with an HDMI cord or um, uh, by uh, casting it, you know, to, to, to my TV. Uh, but anyway, that's just a minor complaint that I have. But it, it finally became available to purchase just recently. Uh, uh, actually, it did show up on Amazon about a month or so ago, and I saw it, it was available. But again, it was only for rental uh, for like $19.99. I just thought that was a little bit too steep. I'm, I'm not a rich guy. Uh, but I knew that this movie was going to be important. I could just tell by the trailer for it leading into it and that this was going to be something special. And I, uh, I, I guess I don't understand why... Uh, what's going on here what, what why this is uh and why it's not being picked up a lot by other 
I mean, there's not even a Wikipedia page for this movie yet. I mean, it's hard to believe. I mean, this came out. It came out in May. Uh, it's probably one of the best UFO documentaries, best documentaries out there uh, to e- ever ever made uh, <laughs> on this whole topic. And yet, it's it, there's not even a Wikipedia page. If you go to Rotten Tomatoes, there's only five. It has, it has 100% perfect uh, Rotten Tomato score, right? But there's only five reviews. Uh, and they're all very positive reviews, and, and rightly so. This 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 is a this is a, a four star documentary. I mean, it's is top notch. You know, four out of four stars. Um, and uh, at the same time, though, and I, I've watched this whole thing now. I, I now according from what I've I've read, I've read that uh, I guess Nickerson did try to make some kind of deals with uh, some other streaming platforms. I don't know. I'm not sure if it was Netflix or Amazon or whoever, and they wanted him to make changes to his film and i guess he didn't want to do that uh, i mean this film was actually obviously uh, it took a long time to make this years and years uh, to make this movie and uh and he didn't want to make those changes i don't blame him i think the way it's presented is it's, it's absolutely perfect um but uh to me this this constant this movie itself in itself this movie constitutes proof i mean this should be it this actually anybody if you were to watch this movie i know it's 24.99 to, to buy it and i think it's right now 14 something to, to rent it on that aerial phenomenon website it's a lot of money uh but if you're really interested in it and you and you you, you don't want to wait till it's available on some other platforms maybe uh as part of a uh, your netflix plan or something like that if you don't want to wait then i'd suggest that you check it out but what's stunning to me is the fact that it's it's something that's really not talked about. We've we've you know we've talked about. Uh, there's been other movies that have been talked about, like James Fox's uh, last couple of movies, The Phenomenon from uh, 2020 that he came out with. It was an excellent documentary, uh, and uh, and also uh, Moment of Contact about the uh, 1996 uh, Varginia uh, UFO crash and uh, alien encounters. Uh, documentary that was just recently released and i watched that that was excellent uh, and they're, they're very good documentaries but this one here to me i mean it's this is proof it's it's absolute that's it's the end story it's the end game here and when you watch this it's like uh i mean there's i i've i known i've known a lot of different things about i've read a lot of different things about uh the the 1994 aerial school uh encounter and you know i've watched different documentaries of course it was featured in the phenomenon it was uh, at the end of james fox's 2020 documentary the phenomenon it was it, it was that was discussed there a lot but this movie really fleshes it out a lot you really get to see how this affected those kids those kids are growing up now and a lot of them it's it's a uh, it's a very hard thing to deal with uh, you know, the, the, the people don't believe them. Some some of them don't even talk to their family members or friends about it because they're afraid they're going to be uh, made fun of and things like that. It's it's very interesting. Uh, There's just so many great things about this movie. But the bottom line is, when you after it's over, I mean, this is it. This is absolute proof. You have there's all these different witnesses now, and there's a whole bunch of them. You see them when they're kids in this documentary talking about this. When uh, people like John Mack and other uh, investigators were first meeting with them right after this event happened, you see them talking then, and then you see a lot of them talking now as adults. Like in, over the past few years, I guess. Well, obviously, this was filmed over a course of several years here. Uh, but you see them talking now, and it's just 
I mean, these were witnesses. If this was to go to court, I mean, this would be a done deal. It It would prove this case here, the aerial phenomenon just ends the debate as far as I'm concerned. But yet it's... It's not out there enough. I mean, I, I don't understand. Again, there's not even a Wikipedia page just for this movie. Now, you could go to Wikipedia, and you'll find uh, there's a page on the aerial incident itself, right? But there's not even a Wikipedia page on this aerial phenomenon film. And again, Rotten Tomatoes only has five reviews for it. I mean, this is a bigger thing than that. This is, this is like the proof of it. I mean, you would think that someone in the mainstream media would take a look at this and say, you know what, we, we got to stop we're, stop the presses here for a minute. This movie ends the debate. This is it. I mean, look at this. This is proof. That we, there's extraterrestrial, extraterrestrials here. End of story. That's, that's it. Here we go. It's proof positive that there's an extraterrestrial presence on Earth. There's no, it's end of debate. Like I've talked about this before. Uh, you know, the, you just can't have a bunch of kids concoct some kind of a scheme to tell a lie like this and just maintain it for almost 30 years now it's just impossible that just doesn't happen and you see the interviews with these with these uh kids when they're when they're you know when it first happened and 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 they're so it's, it's they're very sincere i mean they're all telling the basically the same story of what what they experienced and what they saw uh, there was a lot of different uh, interesting things about this, and inclu- including another thing that I thought was really interesting and almost embarrassing was the reaction of the colleagues of someone like John Mack, or the Harvard uh, psychiatrist. Uh, he, he passed away and uh, I didn't believe uh, 2005, two, somewhere around there. Uh, he, he was uh, killed tragically when he was hit by a car. But he went out there in 1994 and interviewed all these kids. And plus he was in, investigating, he had an interest in alien abductions and stuff. And to see, there was a couple of his colleagues that they had on there. And it was uh, it was archival footage from back then, you know, from the, from the 90s. And, uh, you know, the way they they thought of what he was doing, the way they, they thought he was the one guy basically saying he thinks he's crazy. There's nothing, you know, we need him to come back to reality. Like like what he was doing wasn't had there was no reason for him to investigate this kind of stuff that basically it's all crazy. Like they just they had no belief in it whatsoever. And it's it's embarrassing to see that it's embarrassing to see supposed intelligent men sitting there talking about how John Max crazy and they just because and they're not even looking into it. They just think it's crazy because, you know, they're, they, they've bought into the whole uh, stigma obviously of the uh, of extraterrestrials you know that, that they just think is all nonsense they don't so they can't believe any of it you know so it's just and that's an that was an embarrassing part to see that but it was so interesting there was a lot of different archival footage and the way it was all arranged and put together when it went it was it switched back and forth from you know from the early from 94 and it would go to you know more recent times and, and you'll be meeting some of the the, the kids that are growing up now some of the, the the teachers that were there at the time you see some of them talking about it uh, it was very, very fascinating stuff, and I highly recommend it. I, to me, it constitutes it's the proof. You know, it, it's a shame that someone from the mainstream media hasn't like sat down and looked at this and said, "Look at this is it. This is and and, and put this actually the, the mainstream media, one of the big networks, ABC, Fox, NBC, CBS. You know, they should actually purchase the rights for this and just show it." And, and say, hey, we're gonna, there's a special presentation tonight. Hey, we're going to end the end. It's all over now. It looks at the extraterrestrials are here. This this movie actually proves it. This is the proof that we we need because it does prove it. it. It's absolute proof. There's nothing else it could have been. I mean, basically what happened, all these kids were on a break. There was a staff meeting with the teachers inside the school. It was in the morning in, uh, in September of 1994. 
and the kids are out there playing you know uh, eating their lunches and next thing you know they some of them they saw these bright lights that and, the, and there was a saucer that landed there was extraterrestrials that exited the, this craft there was one that was running back and forth like in slow motion it was very strange there was another one that was basically communicating with these children telepathically I mean, it's fascinating. And there was all these kids that saw it, all these witnesses. And they were you see them then being interviewed, talking about what they just experienced. And you see them now talking all these years later, still telling the same story and how it affected their lives, how, how their lives changed because of that day. And I can't say enough about this movie. It just, it's just so awesome. But again, even uh, what was what's fascinating to me is even uh, the director himself is has not played this up as much as I think he should have. But may, maybe he that's that's you know maybe that's the right thing to do. I, I don't know. He's the guy who made it. But I mean, I, I I'm going to read this director's statement from Randall Nickerson, and this is from the Aerial Web Phenomenon website. Or I'll leave the link for it. I mean, for anyone that's interested uh, in looking at this and and maybe buying the movie. I know it's a lot of money, but uh, for someone like me, I, I needed to have this. But anyway, here's a statement, and he and he and he and he th- he's not trying to force you to believe anything, and I think that could possibly be the right way to do it, uh, you know. Uh, but I think anybody that sees this is going to walk away and say, "Yep, yep, it's it's true. It, there's really something here." I, I so I don't know. I guess that was his, you know. I, I guess he looked at it that way. But here's what he said. Here's what here's what he wrote. Fourteen years ago. When I first saw the archival interviews with the Ariel school students conducted by Harvard professor Dr. Mack, I was fascinated by the authenticity of the children. I ended up journeying three times to Zimbabwe and Southern Africa and also to the UK, Canada, and around the United States to interview people who were at the Ariel school and the surrounding region on that day. My team and I have dug up every type of primary document and media we could find, and it has grown into its current form, a feature-length documentary travelogue journeying back to Africa while following the paths of individuals whose lives were entwined with the event. We made the conscious decision to avoid narration or unrelated interviews. The story belongs to the aerial school community. We didn't use special effects because this is a real story made with real footage, no recreations. I don't know what happened on that day in 1994, but I do believe that in this current era, we need to take a real look at this phenomena, whatever it may turn out to be. If you subtract the UFO element, this film is simply about the human experience of dealing with and having to keep secret a traumatic event that invites judgment. The people who are followed in this film face a universal dilemma, the need to be heard and recognized. That's something that's happening on many levels in our society today. People finding the courage to speak out. And I guess that's a really good statement on this film, I guess. I, I, I think, I, I mean, maybe I, I'm just, uh, I, I want to get the word out there. I want, I want the Band-Aid ripped off. I think I would have I been different. I'm probably not the right guy to make a documentary like this because I think I would have handled this a lot differently. Uh, I would have been screaming my head off at the top of my lungs on the, on the highest hill I could find. But uh, maybe he's doing it the right way. Um, but yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, this movie... You have to see it. I mean, I don't know if you you, you could wait. I waited. I mean, I just waited like what since May. Uh, uh, so I waited uh, months and months here till I was finally had the ability to purchase it because I knew it was going to be something I want to watch more than once. Uh, but yeah, it's a fascinating film, and to me, it's it's the end game. It constitutes proof. This should be used as a as a vessel to prove to the world that uh, extraterrestrials are here. I mean, I, again, it's so funny in a way that it's not being talked about a lot. It hasn't been talked about a lot by the mainstream press. I mean, like again, five five reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Uh, and to me, this is probably the most important documentary film about UFOs we've ever had. I mean, it, it really is. I mean, with all due respect to James Fox, I think he's the best guy out there making documentaries. But overall, I would say this movie here, this documentary in of itself, right? It ends the story. It ends the game. I mean, the game's over. I mean, maybe maybe there's an effort out there to keep it plugged up because I think anybody who sees this, they're going to realize, oh my God, this is real. How could you deny it after seeing all these people talking about this as kids and then growing up? It's just amazing. It's it's it just uh, to me it constitutes proof. It's as much much proof to me. This movie is as mu- is as much proof to me as if uh, if uh, an alien uh, spaceship crashed crashed inside my yard and there was a dead alien uh, laying by it, and I and I uh, was able to show it to the world. To me, this movie is the same kind of thing to me. Uh, so I, I think you got to check it out. Uh, now I'm gonna. Uh, now I'm going to talk about uh, another thing that happened during this movie, which hit a, hit me personally, and, and uh, uh, there were some things that happened that I that, that were described in this movie that really rang a bell for me uh, as far as uh, personal experiences is, is concerned, and uh, uh, we'll talk about that right when we come back from this quick break. Okay, we're back. Um, speaking of this aerial phenomenon film, uh, now I watched it for the first time uh, last night, and it was very fascinating, and uh, I, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, but there were some things that I that happened in, during this movie that really, really uh, <laughs> hit home for me personally. In fact, at one point, about 50 minutes into it, around that period, I actually had to stop, and I had to pause it and walk around for a little bit because it, it sent a chill down my spine. But anyway, before we get to that, uh, well, when I when the documentary first begins, they're showing some actual footage because leading up to that day in 1994, leading up to that day, uh, there were sightings of uh, UFO sightings. Basically, there were UFO sightings leading up to that, and there was some really uh, like videotape. There was some videos really, uh, you know, didn't look that clear or anything like that. But it was, you know, you could see objects flying around. Weird, you know, I don't know what they were. But one of the objects, uh, it actually reminded me something of what I had seen when I during a fishing trip in 1994, in August of 1994 in Pennsylvania. The thing I saw had had three big lights, like headlights, lined up horizontally. Uh, you know, I talked about this experience a lot. I was on a fishing trip, and this UF, just big giant UFO, made no sound. It shows up, basically hovers over, um, you know, comes right, stops in the sky right in front of me. It was only two and a half stories off the ground. My buddy was there shining a flashlight on, on the bottom of it. And, but it, this thing had these three giant lights, like lined up horizontally, like I guess on the front of it, I guess you would call it the front, the, whatever part was facing me during that whole experience. And then it just, it, it just left. I mean, it just, and it made no sound whatsoever. It was as big as a house. And, but so when I was watching this documentary, which, and the events in this documentary took place in September of 1994, uh, there and the, before just early on during the early stages of this documentary, there showed some archival videotape footage of some of the UFOs, I guess, that people were filming uh, in uh, in Africa and South Africa during this time period, right before the event in uh, Rura, Zimbabwe, the air, at the aerial school. And there was a, they showed an object, and it looked like it had two lights, but there might have been a third light there. But in a way, it looked it reminded me of what I saw that time. I mean, now it was something that was filmed from a distance in this video, so I couldn't really tell 
tell, but it, it did ring a bell for me a little bit. It, it could have been, I don't know, might have been something like what I saw, but the thing I saw had three lights lined up horizontally and they're spaced pretty far apart and that's why i was able to know that's why i knew this thing was pretty big because there was one light and there was you know a lot of space and then there was another light then there was a lot of space and then you know there's another light so uh whatever i saw that time in 1994 it was pretty big and it could have been uh I, i'm not saying it is but i mean it could have been um but then later on in the movie there was something that that uh was described by uh two of the witnesses i believe it was two different witnesses as adults now who were children back then and they were describing it and i didn't hear this one before because i mean I've, i again i didn't see this documentary until yesterday for the first time um <clears throat> and before that I, I i i saw like some of the interviews with some of the kids and stuff but i didn't i didn't know everything you know this documentary gave me more information and one of the things that's for the first time i heard was the buzzing sound that they were talking about there were two witnesses that they remembered this 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 intense buzzing sound to them it sounded like an electronic transformer or bees and that all of a sudden that's just stirred memories of wow that's what i heard when i was a kid and when i was a kid of course that's the other experience i had in 1977 when i heard uh when i woke up in the middle of the night and there was this humming sound it was a really strange humming sound i could never recreate it again like i uh i, I can't just i never heard anything like it before or since but it was very frightening of course the story is i woke up in the middle of the night uh it was in 1977 i was about eight going on nine around that age um and it was in the summertime i used to sleep in the attic i slept on one side of the attic my brother slept on the other my brother dave slept on the other side and there were steps in the middle and uh i wake up in the middle of the night and uh i had the blankets over my head the light we used to leave the light on a lot you know fall asleep with the light on a lot you know reading a book or whatever but uh the light was left on that night and uh i had a blanket a thin blue blanket over my head and when i woke up in the middle of the night i don't know what i have no idea what time it was two o'clock in the morning or whatever and i could hear this uh buzzing sound like this humming sound <clears throat> it sounded like you know like, mm, it was constant the whole time and uh so um you know I, I i didn't know what's going on you know i'm like well, what's going on that's what's that sound but meanwhile at the same time i could see a hand i mean i could see an arm the shadow of this hand getting closer to where my head was and further away closer and further away and this humming sound didn't let up whatsoever and it did the whole during this whole tw this whole thing lasted 20 minutes and then um so I, I i was so scared out of my mind i started trying to communicate with whatever this thing was because i didn't know what it was to me i thought it was a devil or a de or you know or a demon from hell that's that was the extent of my imagination as far as this thing was concerned i had no idea what was going on because i had no idea about alien abduction or anything like that i always thought aliens were just you know science fiction things i didn't think it was any based on any kind of possible reality so i mean i'm screaming and that thing just keeps doing this you know the arm the hand keeps getting closer to my face and further away so i peek out of the blanket i can see my brother davy you know he's facing toward me he's sound asleep like in oblivion i start screaming toward him and he's just not waking up it's not my, my voice is actually somewhat muffled by that that humming sound right and uh so then i'm really terrified to start yelling for my mom and dad nobody's coming you know they're not coming and meanwhile that that arm just that hand is getting closer to my face and further away closer to my face further away like like a ritual like a ritualistic type of a movement it was very strange and this humming sound keeps continues and then you know nobody's coming then i start praying i'm you know, saying all my prayers and i i close my eyes open them up again the, the thing's still there right and this went on for like 20 minutes and then finally somehow i just boom 
Like I blacked out somehow, and then the next I woke up the next day, uh, and you know I tried to tell everybody about it. Of course, you know nobody believed me, and life went on. Um, but when I was watching that aerial phenomenon last night, and it just struck me when those two witnesses, there was these uh, two women uh, that when they were kids and they were at aerial school, the, one of the things that they, they'll never forget that really scared them was this buzzing sound. Um, they heard this sound like it actually it was pretty much constant and stopped for a little bit for them and then it picked up again um i i think that that something you know something's with this sound like I, you don't really i don't really hear i i i you don't really read a lot about sounds like this but uh something's going on here like i don't know what what is that sound what so i think that sound what they were hearing was probably something like what i heard when i was a kid in my room like whatever that sound something was up with that sound what is that sound what what, what was going on there uh so I, I i'm wondering if there's a connection there and i think there could possibly be there uh, i don't know what they're you know because again i was only a kid when when i heard that sound these were a bunch of kids and that sound the, you know whatever that sound was usually again ufos are you see them right when i saw the one in 94 that thing was absolutely silent uh but now you have this story here with these kids hearing this buzzing sound like a bunch of bees i mean that that could be like some i would describe i could have described it as that easily too like to me i was sounding like electronic like a constant electronic humming sound i didn't know how else to describe it and actually one of them i believe said it was sounded like an electronic tr uh, a trans electrical transformer i mean it did have that kind of quality to it like but again it was indescribable something that you know could be you could somebody else could look at it and think yeah that, you know, that sounds like bees because it's like mm. And that's what I heard. So yeah, I guess it could. So I'm wondering what if there's a connection there. You know, as I watched, I actually had to pause it and just stop because it actually sent a chill down my spine. I was really wow, boy, I did not know this about aerial school. I did not know that there was a sound like this that some kids actually remember hearing like a sound that, that very a sound that was very similar to a sound that I heard a long time uh, when I was a kid, a long time ago when I was a kid. And uh, and just you know, very strange. Like, what is that sound? What's that all about? Is who knows? I mean, who knows? I used to, you know, I have a whole, I had a whole bunch of, uh, uh, you know, different theories about it. But I probably none of them are right. I mean, I thought maybe uh, one of the theories was was maybe uh, that that was the the machinery of of a flying floating flying saucer outside creating a hole uh, in the wall for the alien to get in the room. I mean, that's you know could have been something like that. I thought or. Uh, maybe it would maybe they were trying to communicate with me or maybe send some sort of a message to me to, to my mind that I just couldn't understand consciously but subconsciously it was getting in there who knows but you know what was that sound about when those kids were hearing it though no. uh there was was it, what was that there has to be something to that there has to be a reason for it. i don't think there's i don't think these beings do things for no reason i don't think there's you know and obviously it's, it wasn't something a sound that their craft make because you know, as everyone knows most of the time these craft don't make any sound in fact the kids when the things took off and everything and, and, and there was no sound uh now there was another kid there that described hearing like a flute type, a, a sound of a flute. Now I, I that, that didn't ring a bell for me, so I, I didn't hear any sort of a uh, when I when I had my experience as a kid, there was no flute sound uh, whatsoever. What I what I heard was just this constant, deep, dark humming sound, electronic sounding sound. That's all I remembered from the sound. It's something I never could um, recreate. You had to be there, I guess, or you <laughs> or you missed out. Uh, it's be something that a human being would be it would would, would be hard pressed to try to recreate. I, I I think, 
But anyway, uh, I, again, I, 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 I just want to say this. Uh, yeah, the aerial phenomenon uh, is something that, um, it, it, to me, it, this is the proof that a lot of people need. I mean, if maybe that's why it's not being shown a lot, because it's just too much. Maybe even the film director himself realizes this. You know what? This is... How could you deny it now after this? I mean, anybody who sees this, as far as I'm concerned, if you don't if you don't see it by that point, then you'll never will. Then you're just being you're being stubbornly dumb. Uh, I, I, I come, there's no other excuse. So uh, I, I highly recommend this uh, because it's it's definitely worth your your time. I mean, if you want to wait, I mean, a lot of people out there just don't have 24 bucks to spend on a on a movie like this. You know, I I get it. I, I mean, I actually waited too, but you might want to wait for it, but. At the same time, I, I, I guess I don't understand why it's not being talked about as much. As, you know, it should be talked should be talked about a lot more in the mainstream media because it really is uh, something really special.